Welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. One of the things that I really love about being part of the city of Philadelphia, and especially when I'm talking with Eagles fans, is just the evident passion for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the aphorism, as the team goes, so does the city, is no truer than it is in the city of Philadelphia. And that's in no small part because of the way that the passion for the Philadelphia Eagles and really all of Philly sports for that matter bleeds into so many other areas of the fan base's lives, whether it be parties at the office, whether it be just spending time at home and gathering around for an Eagles game or anywhere else that an Eagles fan can be found. Now, one such fan actually devoted his fandom to a song that was released just before the Philadelphia Eagles went to the wild card round and unfortunately lost in the wild card round. But he dropped a single that made him almost an overnight sensation in the city of Philadelphia, very simply titled Go Birds. What if there was a song about a Dallas Cowboys fan that falls in love with an Eagles fan and she never goes back to Texas? Check this out. She could have been there. Cowboys are sure gonna miss her. I hate to break it to them. She looking better than green. Tomorrow she was planning on leaving. But she don't wait. Changed her philosophies. Was it the fans? Was it the lines? Could be my own wrap around her all night. I knew she was the one when she said the words. Not the words you might think. Oh man, she said go birds. It's a bop. It's a potential staple at Tailgates, and it's available wherever you get your music. And joining us today is the artist behind the song, a man who has been called by Fox 29 Philadelphia, the next country superstar, Holden Barter. Holden, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> What's going on, Joe? That Hey, that's quite the intro, man. I, uh, I, I'm very grateful, brother. Thanks for having me on here. This is fun. Absolutely, Holden. Yeah, thank you again for for stopping by here. Now, Holden, you're living in the Nashville area, but you grew up in Bucks County, just outside of Philadelphia. What's it been like being an Eagles fan away from your home city? Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, there are a lot of Eagles fans here in Nashville, believe it or not. So there's few, but we're proud down here. We're holding the fort down good. But uh, you know what? I think you know, being in a city, you know, they have the Titans here in Nashville. So there's a lot of Titans fans everywhere. But, you know, I'll I'll go watch, you know, them on TV or see the fans walk into the game. I've never been to a Titans game. But, uh, you know, it's definitely not as passionate as Philly. And so I feel like I'm one of the lone few down here who uh, who has it going on. But I've met some Eagles fans and uh, here in Nashville. So, you know, what's cool is is being able to you know, still represent Philly and the city, uh, not even being in the city. And so this summer, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it. You know, we've, we've got a lot of fun, exciting shows that I'm going to announce soon uh, in the Philly area. But, um, you know, being down here playing uh, Go Birds, the song you referenced uh, live in, in my shows down here, uh, you know, people go ham for it. And, uh, you know, they'll be like, oh, my God, I know that song. So it's uh, it's cool, man. It's, it's cool being here in Nashville. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yep. And even if for no other reason, and it's a dig against the Dallas Cowboys, which America's oh, team has very quickly become America's love to hate team. 
Oh yeah. Well, you know what too is they always get like, oh, we're we're America's team, you know, we're the cowboy, we them boys, you know. It's like, well, them boys didn't last too long in the playoffs the last thirty years. So, <laughs> no, no, they did not. Uh, talk to us when you get to a championship game. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right, brother. <laughs> so, how did this song? And it's been about a month since it was released, but how did this song come to be? Well, thanks for asking, man. Uh, so a couple years back, about two years ago, uh, so I spent my entire life heading down the shore. I'm sure that you you have or have visited the beaches. And, uh, you know, so my my family, we have a place in, in Wildwood, and then they moved to Stone Harbor where I, I spent most of my summers. I actually spent probably spent more of my summers in Wildwood, you know, going to the boardwalk and Sam's Pizza and going on the rides and all that. And um but uh, so I'd spent all my summers in, in Jersey. And um, so Stone Harbor um, is such a special place in my heart. It's my favorite place in the whole world. And I put a song out called Stone Harbor about the town and the people and the things I love. And uh, I was like, all right, well, this kind of gave a little buzz into South Jersey. I'm like, well, I'm really from the Philly area. So how do I bring, uh, you know, that same enthusiasm and excitement that I met through fans down in Jersey, you know, to the Philly area. And I was like, let me write a song about the Eagles. Something I love, something that people in the area love in a country way that I do country music. I love country. So I'm like, let me make a fun song. So I'm like, all right, if we're going to do this thing, we got to do it right. And I'm like, I can't do it wrong. You know? So I'm thinking in my, in my head, I'm like, well, do I write it about, you know, the Super Bowl? Do I write it about, you know, just the team itself, nothing else? Or I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I got to write it about Dallas. And it's a love song. It's got to be a love song or a breakup song in a happy way. And I was like, of course, yeah, got to have that in a country song. Right. So um, I, I decided to write it about the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles and a girl who uh, the song basically is about a girl who is a Cowboys fan and she goes to an Eagles game at the link and she falls in love with you, the listener, the Eagles fan. And then she basically concludes throughout the song that Philly's way better than Texas. And uh, she never goes back to Dallas or Texas at all. And she stays with you. And it's the, it's the most incredible thing, man. It's, it's great. So what's been cool is seeing all the stories of fans that have messaged me that are like, Oh my gosh, this is like my song. You know, we we uh, play this all the time, and this is like my life story. You know, I married an Eagles fan, so it's really cool to see that. But but the story came about. You know, I was like, I wanted to create that excitement for for uh, you know the playoffs, and I knew there was a tight window to do it. And um, I I thought about doing it this fall, but I was like, no, we gotta we gotta run now. And I wrote the song with my mom. Uh, my buddy Tyler too. So I I did most of it. My mom pitched in a couple lines, and Tyler did too. And uh, but man, it, I'm so proud of it. And uh, that's kind of how it came about. I just wanted to write a. I really wanted to write a song that would help us get to the Super Bowl. It didn't work, but <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> that was the real reason. <laughs> yeah, at, at a certain point, no matter how much the fans try to propel the team, it's kind of difficult to do when. Uh... The team kind of feels out of it by the end of the season. Man, it, it was hard to watch, dude. It was, uh, you know, they they were what ten and one, and then they finished, I think, eleven and seven, right, mm -hmm. or eleven, something like that, right. So it's, uh, 
you know, I, I think they've worked out their kinks. I think Nick Sirianni knows what's going on, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens in the fall. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we, we will absolutely see what happens in the fall. Now, you said to the Philadelphia Inquirer that this song was your way of sharing with the team that the fans still have their back. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, Philly to me, you know, being from there, obviously we're both from the area, right? Like, you know, you probably see it, right? Like whenever we're in the playoffs or whenever something's going on, you know, or a team starts winning, I feel like the players play best when they know that the city is like supporting them, you know, like, like actively, like, you know, if, and when they're not playing well, they know that too. Right. But I think, uh, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Philly's a tough skin city. It's like, you know, we're going to boo you off the field if we don't like the way you're playing. But at the same time, we still love you. We're still going to push you and pat you on the back. You look at Trey Turner with the Phillies uh, last summer, right? He went through a whole slump. One of the best infielders in baseball, right? Had a terrible first half of the season. And then I think it was like halfway right near, around the all-star break. Uh, the crowd at the, at the, at the bank gave him a, standing ovation um and clap for him for i think like two minutes just to show him like hey man like we still love you you know we're happy you're here and he had an incredible rest of the year so you know that's a a, a perfect example i was listening to uh, 94.5 with wip about it uh, at the time and i forget who was talking about but they're saying that how much they love when philly comes alive like that and so you know for me you know as a songwriter, you know, I'm like, how do I embody those exact emotions, you know, through music and, and through my way of expressing, right? And so I think, you know, Philly is a city that thrives off brotherhood and camaraderie and, the, and you know, the fans, right? It's all about the fans, you know, whether it's music, sports, whatever. It's like, you the teams, I feel like, fuel off of our love and passion. And, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if if we end up being a mediocre team after being 10 and one, right? Like we still love them. We still know they're the one of the best lineups in uh, best rosters in the NFL, you know? And I think, um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. It's about winning too, but it's about having fun. And uh, you know, Philly will always have, you know, our team's backs. And at least I will. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm sure you feel the same way, you know, it's like we yeah. can go through slumps, you know, but you know the Phillies for the longest time after 08 were were rough, man, for like ten years, and then yeah. we finally started coming around in 2017. You know, with the Harper train, then we got Turner, we got a couple great pitchers and Wheeler, and you know we started putting piecing together a new lineup, a new team, and um, you know I think Aranola is the longest tenured Philly on the team, which is yeah. strange uh, because. You know, I feel like he's a new guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it's uh, it's funny, man. It's 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 funny how time goes on. But, you know, at the end of the day, we love our sports so much. And, and that's really why I wanted to write the song, too, you know, is to to yeah. give Philly, you know, kind of a pat on the back and, and all the teams and be like, guys, look, you know, we love you so much. We'll even write songs about you. But, you know, go out there and win and uh you know, I, I think that's the mentality we all have. <laughs> Absolutely. I digress. <laughs> and, and I think that also speaks to the idea, too, of 
I mean, one of the things that I've noticed as I've watched, especially the Eagles, we don't, as fans, support the idea of rebuild years. We always seem to expect, like, our team is going to go make a playoff run. We don't have, like, this idea of, okay, let's take a year, let's let's make sure that's true man (laughs) no we this fan base seems to expect like we're gonna make the playoffs every year yeah and you know we expect greatness as a city i think i think it's in the fabric of the philly dna where you know you think of you know obviously rocky and you think of you know all these legends right and and the heart of philly itself you know and, and and the underdog mentality you know and I, I think that we just, you know, Philly's a very blue collar city. Um, it's a very hardworking, it's, it's a tough city. And, um, you know, I think that's reflected through our passion for sports. And, you know, I, I really believe that, um, you know, the teams themselves, you know, they, they thrive off that, you know, and, and every year there's an expectation for greatness. Like you said, you know, every year you're expected to go out there and win. And I think that's the mentality of the whole Northeast, you know, New York's no different, you know, not as good as Philly, in my opinion. (laughs) I love everybody, but, uh, but, you know, a little friendly banter, but uh, you know, Philly, I think, you know, you're right, dude, you're right. Every year we expect them to go out there and be great. And, you know, that's all. I, I think that's the expectation for every team, too, you know. But, you know, I, I personally, if it were my team, you know, and I were Jeffrey Lurie or someone, I can never sit back and be like, oh, this is our rebuild year. You know, it just wouldn't work in Philly. And I, I think they embody that very well. And, you know, it's proven to be so in the last couple of years with our playoff runs and, you know, of course, getting to the the Super Bowl last year. And, uh, it, man, it's I, I could go on and on, but but you're so right about that. Yeah. You you still recovering from the uh, the going five and one over the course of the last six weeks? <sighs> I are uh, one and five. You mean? <laughs> That's what I meant. Five and yeah. five and one in terms of losses to wins. You know what I meant? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? So I I was at the Bills game in the rain, and I ended up leaving before the fourth quarter comeback, and uh, you know. I left, I was with my buddy one, the weather was terrible, but I had to plow it out, but I was like, there's no way they're going to win. And so we ended up leaving. And of course, you know, on the way home, it's like Devontae Smith catches the touchdown and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Oh, of course I had to leave, but they were having issues. The reason I bring that up is they were having issues that entire game until the very end. Right. And somehow mm-hmm. they found a spark to come back and caught them, caught the bills at a weak point, but that whole game, they were struggling. And then you think of, you know, the next weekend, I was at that game too with the 49ers, man, that was, that was rough, man. That those problems came to life in that game. And, uh, you know, as a fan, I felt very embarrassed. Um, you know, I sat next to a bunch of 49ers fans in my section and I, uh, (laughs) I definitely heard it from them, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, that whole stretch, man, it started then, I think it really started with Buffalo and then it just until the Giants and then Tampa. I, if I didn't think it could get any worse, it got even worse with Tampa. Um, yeah, well, the Cardinals were bad. Then you got New York. That was ter- worse than the Cardinals. And then the Tampa game was just a dude. I, I didn't think it could get worse than it did. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think this team, um, 
you know, I think they figured out the problems. They're going to figure them out. And I think, uh, you know, they're still a very talented roster. I think we need to bring DeAndre Swift back. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think he's a free agent after this year, right? So I think they're going to Yeah, re-sign. I think he, he was on a one-year deal. Him and uh, okay. him and Penny were both on prove-it deals. Yeah, they, they need Swift back. Uh, they need to run the ball. They need to trust A.J. Brown get him going and, and man i don't know it's uh i think we have a shot to make it really far i don't know if you you're into the whole conspiracy theories with, with the nfl but the uh the logo for the super bowl in new orleans next year is green and red so i did see I'm, that i did I'm see that that's uh, more of a like seahawks neon green than it is a uh than it is an eagle yeah color. i was hoping that it was a kelly green i'm i'm going for i, the I i'm i'm right theory. there with you <laughs> now, we'll, we'll see but i think it's gonna be the eagles and and maybe the chiefs again i i think the chiefs you know what i uh i i give hats off to andy reed man they they do wonders in the playoffs i don't know how they do it yeah you've got patrick mahomes right up at the top there and he it helps when you're a uh, head coach and you've got patrick mahomes right up there jalen hurts is uh certainly one of the top quarterbacks, but then you've got, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be the person who's going to be setting the standard for league quarterbacks throughout the next several years, however long he chooses to play. Dude, it's unreal what he's done. I, I saw a stat. He's already won, I think. I, I think he's already neck and neck with Joe Montana um, yeah. for, for some stats. I, I don't know what stats they are, but the dude's only, what, in his late 20s? He's 28, I think. And uh, he's already won a bunch of Super Bowls and playoff appearances, and he's got a very big career ahead. The other, the other guy I love so much is Jordan Love on Green Bay. That guy is a weapon, and he's got a bright future ahead. I don't know if with Green Bay he's going to find the right squad in the next couple of years to to make his talent shine. But but dude, I, what they did to Dallas <laughs> that was. That was rough. Did you watch that game, that, that playoff game? I did see that game, and I was smiling oh. the entire way through. Oh, dude, I know. <laughs> we got our butts flipped the next day. But, you know, it's all good. But but Jordan Love, uh, he's a scary quarterback, and uh, I think everybody needs to watch out for him too. So, And Jalen Hurts, but I think Jalen Hurts, I think they just need to uh, need to come back and, and get a little slap in the face and wake up a little bit. But we're definitely a Super Bowl contending team, no doubt, next year. Absolutely. And we will get the chance to see Jalen uh, Hurts and Jordan Love face off at some point over the course of the next season, too, because Eagles and Packers yeah, are slated to face Packers, off against right? each other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they just and I think they don't announce the the schedule until early May, I believe. We uh, yeah, we won't get the schedule until early May. The only thing that we know at this point in time is that the Eagles are opening the season Technically, it's a home game, but they're playing the season in Brazil. Uh, you going first Friday night? <laughs> you getting a ticket? Uh we'll we'll see. We'll see if uh, we can do some on-site <laughs> coverage or anything to that effect. There you go. Uh, there you, go. you going? <laughs> maybe I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I gotta see how much those those tickets are. But uh, yeah, but maybe it might be a good little reset. <laughs> uh, hope we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Now, uh, Holden, you getting back to the music element of this, you've been uh, recording music actually since 2018. Uh, how did that, how did you get into music? Well, thanks for asking, dude. I, um, 
So my story is uh, is definitely unique. Um, so I, I grew up, um, you know, listening to all kinds of country and all kinds of music, really. I, I was born in Houston. Uh, my parents were down there, <clears throat> excuse me, for business reasons, but they didn't end up coming back to Philly. They're all from Philly originally, uh, my mom and dad, until I was like two or three. So I was raised in Philly. Uh, but born in Houston. So while I was like two, three years old, you know, my mom would play, you know, 90s country in the back seat, and, um, you know, Garth Brooks and he's got two pina coladas. That's one of his songs. I was always go two pina colada. I would always <laughs> do that, but uh, little memories. But um, anyway, throughout middle school, elementary school, high school, whatever, um, I just listened to the normal stuff that was on the radio. And then it wasn't until, uh, the start of my high school career when um, I started getting back into country music. And so this is a crazy story, dude. And, you know, I tell people this, you know, I, I literally, so I played tennis my whole life and I was playing a match with a good friend of mine, Thomas. And this was like spring 2013. So a little over 10 years ago. And there was this blue guitar shaped paperclip. And it was sitting right, I don't know if it was on top or next to it, but it was right there. I couldn't miss it on my tennis bag. And I was like, how the heck did that get there? I was on the court. So I had to have thrown the bag down, get my racket out, play, come back. And lo and behold, there was this blue guitar-shaped paperclip that was on the tennis bag. And so I took that as a sign from the universe to start playing guitar and uh, man, it's been <laughs> it's been insane. I ever since then, that was already almost ten, over ten years ago. And I started playing guitar for fun, and you know, then I remembered. I think I heard an old Diamond Rio song, you know, from way back in the day that that I had heard when I was little. You know, one of the ones I I sang when I was like two or three. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard this thing in years. And you know how you hear like an old song, and you're like, oh my God, like that that thing was great back in the day. It was like that but for like a hundred songs that I had totally forgotten about. And so I'd started to deep dig into all these artists and songs I used to listen to as a kid, my parents had on and I uh, started learning them on guitar. And uh, lo and behold, eventually I got here to Nashville, transferred my junior year out of Lafayette college to Belmont university. And now I'm, I'm uh, here full time. Uh, and I've been here since 2019. So it's been a heck of a journey, man. But it all started with the blue guitar-shaped paperclip. So uh, pretty <laughs> <story>. <laughs> Yeah. And um, so you kind of alluded to this earlier, but there seems to be some stuff that's coming down the pipeline for you, maybe potential return to Philly uh, for some shows. What's coming up next for you? Yeah, totally. So we've got a lot of music coming um, if you noticed on the song, so it says Go Birds Acoustic. So that's intentional. So people are asking me, you know, is that copyright? Really? I'm like, no, you can't copyright a song title. But it's actually because it is the acoustic version of Go Birds. Mm -hmm. So there is a full version that I haven't teased at all that nobody has heard. And it's the same song, just full version with electric guitars, full drums. I mean, things great and i'm gonna i'm thinking of putting that out for the fall um and come the next season so we've got that planned um got a lot of shows coming up 
And uh, man, it's going to be a huge year. We've got, oh my God, new songs besides Go Birds. Um, I've got a song called Beer Drinkers I would love to put out. I've got a song Luke Bryan wrote that he wrote with my buddy Jason that I would love to put out. And, um, you know, so there's so many little things that, you know, I, I am really proud of that hopefully turn into big things. And, uh, you know, so it's going to be a big year, lots of shows. Uh, this is going to be a big show year for me. And, uh, I can't wait to meet all, all the go birds fans in Philly, you know, and, uh, fine fans that, you know, I've, I've known forever and meet new ones. So it's going to be a fun year ahead, man. Great. Yeah. And it certainly <laughs> seems like the whole fan response to go birds just in general, but, also to some of the other music, uh, I got a chance to listen to Stone Harbor just before uh, we started recording this. And oh, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it definitely gave me that vibe of like, this isn't just like, this isn't just recording like a a song about your experiences in your shore town because everybody's got their own shore town right you you go in philly like for me it's ocean city every year for other people it's wildwood stone harbor wherever you yeah. might go um but it was all it was also kind of like a love letter to just that element of philly life and that element of the uh just a love letter to the jersey shore absolutely man and that's you know, that song it will always have a special place in my heart. It, it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written and will, will always be um, just because it, I think, you know, even if people haven't been to Stone Harbor specifically or Wildwood, you know, reference in the song, you know, I, I think it captures, like you said, you know, the magic of the shore and the beach and, you know, the whole the whole thing. Right. And people at the end of the day, what I'm learning is people want to feel emotion right they want to feel memories they want to feel you know family friends love sadness happiness whatever that is right whatever feels near and dear to their heart they gravitate towards i do too and you know so when you create something that is you know so sentimental to someone listening it, it becomes an emotional attachment, right? It, it almost feels like, wow, I, I know this person. I know this song. I've been there. And, you know, that's my job as an artist is to create art and music that inspires people and gets people to think about, you know, something else for three minutes of their day, except, you know, you know, whatever may be going on in their life and to pull them out of the moment and remind them that, you know, life's meant to be fun and, you know, to cherish those memories. And, you know, people love that. People people love that feeling. And, uh, you know, that's that's through the fabric of music. That's why music's so special. But it's cool to see it manifest through Stone Harbor and, you know, local landmarks and, you know, through Go Birds, because, you know, you, you finally get to see, you know, your thoughts in your head come true and, and see how the songs you know, connect to folks. I, I had a girl named Amber message me. She's a new fan I met through Go Birds, and she lives in Texas, I think. And um, we would have all these conversations on Instagram, like, "Oh man, like, you know, I I miss Tasty Cakes and Wawa and and cheese steaks and all that, man." And, and you know, you don't take it for granted because you know, up home you get that all the time. But you know, she's in Texas, right? And and she doesn't have those things. But, you know, my love for the Eagles and Wawa inspired her to go back home to get stuff. And and she said she she's going to send me some in the mail. But, uh, you know, it's it's um, really neat to at the end of the day, it's really neat to 
witness it's not really me doing it it's the song and it's yeah. it's cool for me to be the artist to do it but what i love is sitting back and just watching it you know impact and and have such an awesome reaction with with all the fans man and it, it, it's the best feeling seeing something that you create you know have that much impact and uh you know at the end of the day music unites people you know, I think, you know, we all have different opinions about life, but, you know, music is one language we all understand. And so it's cool to see a city like Philly get behind it and uh, to see people really build that pride, you know, in, in uh, being a Philly sports fan and, and being from the area. There's also no there's not a lot of country singers from where we are, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, there's very few of us. Right. I, I, I'm friends with them. You know, there's maybe five or six <laughs> that are from the area and uh, who, are, who are here doing it in Nashville. And, um, you know, I think there's a certain type of reputation that you have to have and a certain way you have to carry yourself to represent in Nashville, a city like Philadelphia. You know, it, it's um, it's a tough city. Not many people understand it if you're not from there. But, uh, you know, here in Nashville, I'll tell people, oh, I'm from Philly. And they're like, oh, man. And I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? You got a problem? And uh, they're like, no, no, no. It goes, that must be rough. I'm like, no. Nah. That's how That's how you see it. Philly's the greatest place, man. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a great city. And um, so I, I'm digressing. I'm rambling. But, but uh, you know, it, it's so cool to see what the fans are doing with this song and, and to see the spirit of Philly, you know, shine bright. Awesome. And it definitely <laughs> seems like the fans have taken to that. Um, and it's really just, you're right. It's really good to see when, when all that happens. So. Amen, dude. <laughs> well, Holden, thank you so much for stopping by. Looking forward to your tours coming up soon. Looking forward to seeing that full version come out later this fall. How can fans stay in touch with you? Stay, uh, stay up to date on your uh, goings on. Totally. So I, you can find me on social media at Holden Barter, H-O-L-D-Y-N Barter, B-A-R-D-E-R. Um, I'm on every platform. So feel free to send me a message and hit me up and let me know what you think of the music. But you can also find my tour schedule. Uh, my website's HoldenBarter.com. So you can just head there and everything is there. My bio, my tour, how to get in touch with me, everything you might need. So uh, feel free to hit me up and uh, it's going to be a big year ahead and I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> awesome. And we'll make sure that we get a link to your website in the description below. And awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, brother. No problem. And thank you to everybody for tuning into the Bird's Nest podcast. You can support the Bird's Nest podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube and by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. And if you're looking for additional Eagles coverage, you can visit birdsnestmedia.com where you can find a link to our Patreon. And you can also find that link in the description below if you feel like supporting us in a different way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's go Eagles. Go Birds. Go Birds, baby.